Now back to Talk and Tunes. There was a farm who had a dog and Bingo was his name. Oh, B-I-N-G-O, 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 and Bingo was his name. Oh. Welcome back to Talk and Tunes. I'm Oscar Osborne. We're talking with Bill Stoddard and uh, otherwise known as Dollar Bill. Going back to Hart, uh, 105.3 at Xerox, yeah. they, they, that was a satellite-fed um programming it was broadcast out of dallas texas okay. up to a satellite downlink to our radio station and then we rebroadcast it on the fm so basically my job there was to plug in the commercials and read the weather report um which is I all that from, which is all but, automated these days but yeah yeah right well they would turn on the commercials i just had to plug it into the right box you know okay <laughs> okay it was owned by Nancy Waters, our county um, clerk. Right, right. Nancy, uh, Nancy, and Mark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. I, you know, I, I. That's one station I never worked for. I never worked for Nancy Waters, and I, you know, and I, I knew Mark pretty well, but I uh, never, never worked there. So. Yeah, that was a that was a tragedy. What happened to him? I yeah. didn't even realize at the time, but then in a few years. Uh, um, medical mistake. He had a simple surgery, and they nicked something, and it could not get it to stop bleeding. So, oh, really? I see. I never just, heard that. I never heard that. Yeah. So yeah, you with, know, yeah. Because Mark was a good guy. I mean, Mark, uh, Mark financed a few things for me and everything else to for video stuff too. So yeah, Mark, Mark was a good guy. That's it's I, I a went, shame. I, he he went to Catholic Central with me for a couple of years, and then he graduated from uh, Mona Shores. Now, did he go to like Specs Howard or something? Didn't he go to school for broadcasting? I don't or know. Something? If, I don't know if he did, but I did the Columbia School of Broadcasting. It was an online or uh, through the mail course. Okay, that's how I got into it in the first place. Oh, okay. Boy, what a waste of money, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Broadcasting, I mean, you know, unless you unless you're like a Howard Stern or a, you know a big big time Chicago jock, there's no money to be made. Right. In it, that's for sure. But uh, well, I don't know. Right. Ranger right. Bob, then, Ranger Bob, he ended up going to Cincinnati for 26 years through iHeart, and he made some pretty good bucks. So you know, I guess there's a few people uh, that are around here in Muskegon, and I guess dueling, he did pretty well too, didn't he? JJ, I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, I heard. I, he, I remember the day he got fired, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if one thing about radio: who hasn't been fired in radio? You know, you almost got to be fired right. in radio to be part of radio. So, yeah, it's a strange, yep. it's a strange business, that's for sure. Yeah, um, the owner, um, oh, Goodrich. Yeah, he Goodrich Broadcasting. He, yeah, come on. In with this huge stack of computer printouts, like it really meant anything, <laughs> and disappeared in the office with JJ, and uh, it was it was interesting. Yeah, it was like when when that really happened, that's when I realized how cutthroat and backstabbing broadcasting really was, and I didn't really care to pursue that kind of a career. Yeah, yeah, because you know, then, I I got yeah. out of when I got out of broadcasting. You know, I mean, I got in and out of it so many times. It's it's kind of ridiculous but uh, one of the things i tried to t to take was uh the real estate course to me you know be a real estate agent but there was i uh -huh. think that was more backstabbing than uh than radio was. really it was terrible i thought it was anyway 
Yeah. Wow. So yeah, everybody, everybody's trying to find the, you know, the house, the right house to sell, and everybody's trying to sell somebody else's house, and you know, it was just, yeah, it was no fun. It was no fun. But uh, yeah. I guess if you're good at, you know, stabbing people in the back, you can make some pretty good money. So that's what I heard anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, uh, go ahead. Had a um, job down at Bobby Down the Beach for a while. Oh, yeah. Uh, in between the radio stations, I think. And then next thing, I was working at Sunny FM, and like two or three of the other employees from Bobby's on the Beach also went to Sunny FM. Okay. Jeannie was one of them. Oh, Jeannie Vollmer, yeah. Yeah, Jeannie was awesome. Yeah. Jeannie, yeah, was, and, uh, Jeannie was awesome. She was just, I mean, like I say, we talked about we talk about her as being the one of the big keys of Sunny FM. If we ever needed to do anything or anything to happen, Jeannie made it happen. So she was yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you know um, Jeff Zaloka? Mm, it sounds familiar, but I don't. I don't know now. Salesman. Salesman. Oh, I tried to stay away yeah. from the salesman then. <laughs> I became <laughs> one later, but I tried to stay away from him then. So, yeah, I remember the KBZ days. I'd you have salesman come up to you and say, "Hey, we well, do this. We'll do this." It's like get out of here. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you, but then I be, then I became that guy that said, "Hey, if we do this and we do that, anyway." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> lots of fun. Um, yeah, like yep. Pete, Pete June. Pete June was always good at that. I mean, when he would he would come up with some some pretty wild ideas, and we sometimes can make them happen. And uh, yeah, but he he was. Uh, I mean, he never stopped either. He's still going. That guy. So I don't know if you ever ever met Pete. What's his name? Pete June. Pete does not sound familiar. No, him. he's he's great. He's been he's been everywhere. He's worked at KBZ. He's worked at MUS. He's worked. He works for iHeart now. I think. I think he's like one of the only ones over there. iHeart these days. When I when I was over at I <laughs> when I was at iHeart and I got into sales back in 1990, there was two um, two separate sales teams with like six. I don't know, six or seven people on each side. It was just, it was ridiculous. I mean, you know, okay. of course, you know, we were going for Grand Rapids and everything else, but still, you had like 12 salespeople, you know, battling to, to get to get the money for MUS. It was just, it was just crazy. It was weird. It was MUS, but it was, you know, it was like, what, three stations at that time? It was MUS, um, yeah. uh, Rock 101, and then it was also... Um, what was it, Star or yeah, I think it was Star at that time. So with Britta and that. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was so it was it was ridiculous. But anyway, um so T V forty, I talked about a little bit and um yeah. you know, he, he reminisced a little bit and he's very positive about this new owner that owns the the station now that he's gonna you know, I go him. forward. Yeah, I met him too. I wasn't as impressed as Bud was, but you know, <laughs> I thought he was a little weird. But I guess we're all a little weird, so there you go. But uh, he was very secretive. He didn't even let me in the door. Really, he just oh, met really? me at the door and stood there in the doorway. Uh, yeah, it's like not a very welcoming individual. No, no, he's he's like I say, he's he's got got lots of money and he's a little eccentric. So you know, it's just yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully he can keep that keep that station going and do some good things i mean so that's you know that's what i hope for 
Because, I mean, yeah, Bud, Bud was always community-oriented, and, you know, I, I can't say enough about Bud. As far as I, Bud was a, was a good guy. I mean, he was always there for me, you know, no matter how many times I, you know, did something stupid. He, he, was, <laughs> he was forgiving, you know. So, um, in, his, in his way, I guess is the way to put it. But, yeah. So, but he let me get away with do do things, and I made quite a bit of money over there by doing uh, all those different videos and and football and and LVTV and and the car stuff. And man, I just I did a lot of stuff over there with Bud. It was fun. Not to mention running. So yours was mostly pre-recorded. Um, later on, yeah, it was mainly pre-recorded. We did do some live stuff in the beginning, but uh, those cameras were so bad. Yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, we did a Some lot of the of, live programs that I remember. Nolan and Nolan. Oh yeah, yeah.
Now back to Talk and Tunes. There was a farm who had a dog and Bingo was his name. Oh, B-I-N-G-O, 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 and Bingo was his name. Oh. Welcome back to Talk and Tunes. I'm Oscar Osborne. We're talking with Bill Stoddard and uh, otherwise known as Dollar Bill. Because you were there in the early days. You were there... You know, before the Peggy White Night Show came about, because when when I first started there, I yeah. think it was Ron Morris and he called himself Morris, and then uh, Annette Annette Bach, which wasn't their real names, but still, they started the Muskegon Show, and we started that with um, uh, Bruce Nevitt and I, and we ran that show, and then they got wanted to get out of it because you know ron was doing all the sales for the show and whatever or he didn't want to do any more or something i don't know and then we got uh bud wanted to get peggy white knight well he got peggy white knight and i got uh paul phillips and uh the two of them were like uh oil and vinegar man it just it didn't mix real well so it was it, but, <laughs> but that made it funny to me but Peggy, Peggy didn't like it too well, so you know she didn't even like she didn't like Paul's white socks. She couldn't stand those either. So, <laughs> but but Peggy well, but Peggy was a wonderful woman. So I'm not taking anything away from her. But she was a lot of fun. She was definitely pro Muskegon. Put it that way. Yep, definitely. Yeah. I, I I liked how she uh, presented herself. She was always done up to the hilt. And yep. She gave me the. Uh, she it, gave me the best ever, haircut in my life. That's for sure. Yeah. So. <laughs> did you ever see her um, her video that they did about her career? No, I didn't. I would. I would love to see that. But no, I haven't seen I think that. I got it somewhere. Yeah, I'd love to see that because yeah, she had a. I mean, because she was big. I mean, Vegas and everything else. I mean, she unfortunately yeah. had a husband that wasn't very good, and uh, Mr. Mickey Knight. So. <laughs> wasn't a real good well, guy i heard but that's i don't really know so i think that was after she had made her her mark right after she made yeah. her mark yeah 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 but uh yeah so yeah peggy peggy white knight man got nothing but respect for her she gave one of my 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 niece when she came to to stay with me for a while she gave her a job you know just because i asked her to and you know she was oh, just wow. a, just a good good person great person and her, and her daughter Alexis, and in that too, yeah. So, she was big on promoting a lot of the things that were going on in Muskegon. Kind of reminds me of what um, Andy O'Reilly is doing now. Right, right. Know? Andy's always been pro Muskegon. Uh, John yep. Van Wyke is pro Muskegon. Yeah, I'm just kind of yep, yep. hanging out in my basement in Whitehall. So these days, so <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just kind of pro staying staying safe so kind of speak that's kind of what i do with these days but anyway um, another one of those shows that they had live was dial a bargain you remember that one? oh yeah I, I ran dial a bargain for quite a while too when nobody else was yeah. there i did the i did it actually automated i did it all on tape you know we put it on and, oh, wow. and uh they would just take the phone calls you know for the different things like one hour commercials yeah basically <laughs> yeah yeah, I forgot about dial bugging. You're right, because we did that, and there was um, just what ten or fifteen different restaurants or whatever. Yeah, and they, they would they would buy yeah they would buy coupons for half the price. Yeah, so they'd get you know twenty dollars worth of food for ten bucks or something like that, or ten dollars yep. worth of food for five, 
Yeah, I forgot yep, yep. about that. Yeah, that that actually did really well, that program. I thought so, too. Yeah. And it was pretty hokey and pretty easy to put together, you know? There also were some of the prizes that we had for the bingo show. It was the same restaurant coupons. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and then, the, don't forget Lee Goodman's show. Oh, see, I never, I never got a chance to see that much. I got, I was kind of, a, that was kind of leaving when I came in there. So, but yeah, yeah. that was uh, live karaoke. Yeah, <laughs> I heard about it. Really popular. A lot of people like that show. Yeah, you know, it's it's Muskegon. I mean, come on, <laughs> That's, exactly. Muskegon likes, you know, Muskegon likes bingo. Muskegon likes free stuff. <laughs> yeah, Muskegon likes beer tents. I mean, come on. Oh man. So there you what? go known as the beer tent capital, capital of the world it? you know who came up with that slogan i'm that's to me that i feel like i got ripped off on on rock 101 because uh bill marshall and i i was working at lcs at the time and so was bill and yeah. and i would come in after him at seven to midnight and him and i were kicking stuff back and forth and we said about you know as long as you have a beer tent in muskegon this is way before <laughs> you know 1017 started using it i said when we, we you know have a beer tent in muskegon it's like the beer tent capital of the world it was either i said it or bill said it it doesn't matter really which one of us said it it's just that they used that slogan for so long and i, I don't think either one of us got any credit for it but anyway that's of right of course not. <laughs> but yeah when they said that it's like wait a minute i said me and bill said that uh, anyway but Bill, Bill worked over at Rock 1017 after that, so that could, it could be where it came from. So, anyway. Yeah. WMMR. Uh, yep, yep. But They uh, wanted to use the slogan, West Michigan Rock and Roll, but for some reason the higher-ups shot that down. Hmm. Yeah, it's weird how things c come about with these different stations and different slogans. Like, you know, Rock 95 was a Port City's hit FM. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, because we always had to come out with that when we opened the mic. The Port Cities hit FM. Yeah. But, <laughs> so what other shows were over there? You can you remind me of it at uh, TV Forty? I can't remember all of them. Um, I mean, the, that that was Fire Line was was pretty big for a while. Um, yeah, I wasn't there for that. <clears throat> yeah, I got. I forget who was there first, but Klaus Helpers, I got him from KB. When I worked at KBZ, he went into it. And he really, oh, that's he really, a name I haven't heard in a while. Yeah, he really got into it. He loved it. He had a great time with that. You know, Klaus always wanted to be on TV anyway, so it was a perfect fit for him. So I don't know. I don't know if he's, he's still around somewhere, but I don't know where he's at these days. But uh, yeah, Bill Harms. Remember Bill Harms? Did that no. name sound familiar? Anyway, okay, he was, he was over at KBZ along with Cliff Martin. <clears throat> Cliff is okay. Cliff is like 90, 91 or ninety two now. So, and he's still yeah, on, still I love on Facebook. Facebook page. Oh, you, okay, you're on his Facebook. Yeah, good. Yeah, because oh, yeah. he it's a, him and sauerkraut. Man, I, I don't know what that thing is about sauerkraut, but he sure does <laughs> like it. <clears throat> even even old sauerkraut, he don't care. He likes sauerkraut. But yeah, but yeah. you know, I did the the LV TV show over there, which was um, actually me and Rick Harvey started that uh he was one of the guys that was up there he was very talented and very strange <laughs> but i loved him his his sense of humor made me laugh all the time because he had that very dry sense of humor and he just cracked me up and what he would do with some of his editing you know was just unbelievable it was it was fun to watch him and uh roger roger uh, uh scudder yeah yep 
I'm, I'm sure he was one that taught you a lot too. He taught me a lot. I know that over there. Well, I was more the one in front of the camera. Okay. Um, no, not much in the editing. I wanted to be. I wanted to learn more, but he had Chinu doing all that stuff. And yeah, and she look like, what look what happened. You know, Chinu went up, end up going to seventeen, and then end up going to I don't know Cincinnati or somewhere for Indiana, Fox. Indiana, I believe. Indiana, but now he's back. I guess now he's back home again. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what happened, but yeah, he's back home again. Probably COVID. <laughs> yeah, typical, typical radio TV, you know. There was one time um, I took two different video cameras and filmed the Fruitport Parade. Oh yeah, there and you go. then when uh, put it on the air, I actually ran both tapes at the same time, and I was switching the back feed and back and forth. Oh, that's a good so idea. Like, yeah, <laughs> and one of the one of the playbacks was in the garage area, the office way out there, and yeah. the other one was right at the desk. So I had to run oh. back and forth. Oh, jeez. And then, you know, try and run a commercial in there every once in a while. Yeah. But did you run a little bit of narration. Did you, you run know? it? Did you run the back there at all? I mean, you know, with all the toggle switches and all the, and the, the big old. Yeah. G- okay. Because you had the yeah. toggle switches and you had the giant um, slide machine, which was, yeah. which took half that the. Was- Oh, that was ridiculous. It was technology from the Occidental um, Channel yeah. 54. Yeah. Yeah. The says, yeah, well, we always did this. Well, yeah, back in 1950-something you did, but not, you know. Yeah. I mean, what yep, was it, 1980-something, and we're still using stuff from 1950s? Come on. My, my, dad, my dad used to work there, I believe, um, on the radio station. I mean, on the, the TV station, um, more or less in the technical side of things, not on the air or anything. Yeah. But and it was funny because they had we, bingo on the air back then too. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was funny. Well, yeah, Bud just pretty much brought the shows back on that they had back there in the in the Occidental. But yep. um, but yeah, the uh, the cart machine that we used to use for for the audio part of the commercial, um, that was one of the old cart machines. That's how I. That's the actual. It was kind of like freaky because I saw this cart machine. It's kind of like how I got into radio because I was an electronic technician. And oh. uh, and when I came here to Muskegon, I worked at Dell TV. Well, Dell TV went went under, and blah, 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 looking for a job. And I happened to call around the radio stations. I figured maybe they could use a you know technician. So I called the WPBK, J. Ron, and uh-huh. he said, "Yeah, we got some cart machines here that need some work at, work on them." And I went over there to work on his cart machines. And he says, "Well, by the way, our morning person just quit. Would you like to be on the air?" <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I got started in radio. It was, all, it was because uh-huh. of that stupid cart machine. And I looked at the cart machine. It was like a big, it's like, okay, I'm going to be okay here at TV 40. You know, this is this is kind of meant to be. So, but, You yeah. do have a unique voice. I really appreciate hearing you speak. Oh, well, thank you. I <laughs> I'm losing it. I'm getting old, man. It's going, it's going away on me. I can tell. But anyway. Thank 
Talking tunes, I'm Oscar Osborne. We're talking with Bill Stoddard and uh, otherwise known as Dollar Bill. When, when you did the Dollar Bill, how long did you do that? You did that for 10 years? Yeah, like I said, there was maybe a, a year in the middle that I didn't do it regularly, but that was pretty much all I was doing for most of the 10 years was just the bingo show. He really wanted me to be a salesperson, and I tried. I oh, mean, yeah, he wants everybody I, to be anything, a salesperson. I would run the bingo cards out to the businesses and meet the people that, you know, uh, that I was sponsoring that way uh, I could be able to speak about them better. I kind of like that, but I, I'm not a sales closer. I can talk about it and I can point you in the right direction, but I can't make you sign on the dotted line. It's just not in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. So, you gotta, you gotta believe in things too. When you do, when you do sales, that's for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. That's when I kind of lost my, my ability to sell was, uh, 
Um, 9-11, 9-11 hit. And that was, that was, uh, that was it for me. I kind of lost my whole taste for sales. So yeah, wow. yeah cause things kind of went down to down the tubes at that time. But, um, anyway, you know, one of the big money makers for, for, uh, Bud was Ron Mann. He could bring in the money. He was a salesman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was Ron was a good guy too he was he was a very unique character too that's you know you got to say that i mean in, in radio and tv you meet some very unique characters i mean <laughs> if you want to you know when they they had the old show wkrp in cincinnati it, yep. it's it's true i mean there's people just like those people in radio and tv you know they're they're just very unique People are, uh, uh, you got, you got to be a different breed to be into that, that kind of market, I guess, you know, you're, you're, you gotta be a little bit different, a little bit warped. (laughs) So I've been warped for years. So, you know, I fit right in. So man went to school with my mom and dad and, uh, my mom actually had Ron's wife doing her hair for several decades. She was a beautician, and my mom would go over to her house on a weekly basis to get her hair done. It's like so. I I really grew up with Ron Mann's family, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Ron was yeah. A, Ron was a really good. He wrote a really good article too on uh, uh, actually uh, Cliff Martin, uh, Martin showed it to me. Um, that Ron Mann had wrote for, I don't know, whatever paper he was writing for at that time. But, yeah, it was an article about Cliff Martin and his 50 years on radio, and I he did an awesome job. I didn't realize he was a he was that good of a writer, too. So, yeah. Probably something like the Norton Examiner. Could be, yeah. Yeah. So I remember uh, I wrote for a, uh, for a little while and did a little sales for Fruitport Area News. That's not even there anymore, is it? gone (laughs) it's gone i do remember that though yeah yeah yeah, that was that was a long time ago but yeah so it's it's funny because you you know when you're in radio and you're in tv and all that good stuff you do a lot of other side jobs in between to to be able to put bread on the table you know so i like commercials for some reason i'm one of those oddballs like this course the super bowl everybody says they watch it for the commercials the ones that don't watch the game you know, but I like to I like to dissect the commercials. I like to um, see the characters taken in the same ad um, and changing it around a little bit. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I was just telling that to my wife the other day about the uh, the one. Uh, it, what is it? The the girl that does the she used to do the Verizon commercial. She kind of got put in because the other guy wasn't doing so well anymore. So she got it because she's a little cutesy girl, and she got put into the commercial. And, oh, yeah. it, and then now when it's just Sprint, no, it wasn't Verizon. Was it Verizon? No, it was Sprint. Yeah, Sprint. And then, because he was a Verizon guy, then he went to Sprint, and then Sprint went into AT&T. Is that oh, what? oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway, so, yeah, I'm confused. Um, so, anyway, this girl, she had this hairdo. <laughs> she had this hairdo, and it was like just got awful hairdo and it was she wasn't cutesy with that hairdo so next thing you know you see another commercial and she's got this cute little hairdo it's like okay so they must have that must have you know tested bad or something so they gotta had to switch her hairdo around yep. but yeah i, I kind of dissect them too i know what you're saying yep, so yep. but um yeah and flow i mean flow's <laughs> been flow's been doing it forever and uh they got some other characters in those commercials now, the progressive commercials that are just hilarious. So yeah, that's that's a Yeah. I don't, I don't really agree I with their insurance, but I love I love the characters. 
What's that? I just saw Flo on a TV show. She did, um, I think, before she became Flo. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. She. I saw and, her in a movie. Yeah. She was also one of the secretaries on Mad Men. Okay. All right. That was that was one of my favorite shows. Of course, it was about advertising. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hey, do you do you want to talk about TV Forty anymore, or do you want to play some uh, name that tune? Well, I was going to talk a little bit about some of the other um, songs that you were talking about with, um, like you played Junk Food Junkie. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. And and then there was the one of my favorites, uh, the squirrel that got loose in the church. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that was a what, yeah. Ray Stevens, wasn't it? Uh huh, and of course, um, oh yes, they called him the streak. Oh yeah, it was Ray. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was talking about um, Teddy, the Red nosed Senator. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't remember that one, but one of my favorites that I used to listen to at home was Halderman Ehrlichman Mitchell and Dean. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Was a Christmas album they put out, and I got her. I don't have it. I've got some of the songs from them, but I don't have the CD anymore, so I can't remember the name of the the group that put it together, but they did Teddy the Red-Nosed Senator. They did uh, um, um, Just Another Santa Claus. Uh, they did uh, uh, Same Present as Last Year. Um, um, just a bunch of different really odd, you know, Christmas stuff, you know. But um, yeah, it was it was pretty interesting. That's for sure. It was kind of like it was, yep. was kind of like um, it was. It wasn't like the Deupers. They was these were like uh, you know New York kind of actor kind of people that would do these things. You know, so right. But yeah, it was fun stuff. But like I was when I was talking to some of those or the Second City in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. But when I was talking to some of those people too, it's like I got I got like somebody gave me all these KTEL records. And in the KTEL records, I found this KTEL catalog, you know, yep. and uh, like, you know, some of the albums names like Blockbuster and Mindbender and Disco Mania, Disco Machine. Um, yeah. Uh, just so many things. And like I say, they had this compilation. Stuff in, compilation, yeah. But there's like 10 songs aside, you know, which is like not, not good for a record. <laughs> 10 songs aside, so. Yeah, usually if you fit six on there. So you remember the the um, stars on stars on forty five? They, they would have a yeah yeah. I got I got a couple of those two stars that on forty five. I, I actually got them on forty five too. Yeah, those are my favorites. Yeah, yeah. The the stars on forty five. They had that disco beat. Do 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 do. Every one of them had that little bit, and then they would go into the. The songs, you know, the Beatles or the, right. the Archies, you know, and, uh, you know, the Archies. and they do it all at 120 beats a minute.
Welcome back to Talking Tunes. I'm Oscar Osborne. We're talking with Bill Stoddard and uh, otherwise known as Dollar Bill. Yeah, you, you, you had mentioned about those those answer songs where like a, an interview and then they'd cut into a song. Oh, yeah. To answer the yeah. Question. Yeah. I used to do that when I was a child. Yeah, me too. We would take our... Um, <laughs> take our little uh, cassette recorder and make it about our neighborhood and then play it for the neighbors. Oh yeah. Kind of fun. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You could, you could pretty much do anything to you as long as you had enough music to do it with, you know? Um, because yeah, so the, the first right. one, the first yeah. one that I heard was convention 72. That's the one I had when I was a kid, but you know, they've been doing oh, them. They did them yeah. way in the fifties. So they did them all the time. But you know, you could to that, nowadays you couldn't really get away. You might be able to get away with it on a radio station since you play. You know, you pay ASCAP and all that good stuff. But uh, you know, I could right. I could probably come up with one. <laughs> Maybe have some fun with one. I guess you know a couple of guys try to do, try to do that. You know, the one the one thing that I thought was really cool when I was younger was, and I always tried to do it. I tried to do it with a cassette, couldn't do it. But I could do it now. But I never took the time to do it. But they would mix a lot of the songs. Remember where they would do like, uh, um, oh, I'm trying to think now, Patsy Cline and uh, Jim Reeves, they mixed a song with the, the two of them that they both, oh, yeah. both had done, but they mixed it at, like the two of them did it. And same with uh, Linda Ronstadt and uh, Elvis Presley. They did Love Me Tender. You know, they mixed yeah. that song together. I always thought that would be kind of cool. So I, you know, I was always meaning to do that myself, but yeah. You know, <laughs> take some time. I'll do it one of these days. But the problem is, is that the the two songs, like they were the the they were off by just a couple of beats. So it's like trying to mix them is a little bit of a challenge. So yeah, I'll do it one of these days. I'll surprise myself. <laughs> Love me tender, love me 
Surprise, surprise. Okay, there you go. There's my my little mix of Linda Ronstent and Elvis Presley. Well, it was a it was a first attempt. Be back with more talking tunes after this. Now back to talk and tunes. There was a farm who had a dog and bingo was his name. Oh, B-I-N-G-O. B-I-N-G-O, B-I-N-G-O, and Bingo was his name Welcome back to Talking Tunes. I'm Oscar Osborne. We're talking with Bill Stoddard and uh, otherwise known as Dollar Bill. So anyway, you want to you wanna do a name that tune or you want to? Sure, we can try that. Okay. Um, what what year are you thinking you're looking at? What, what, uh, what music genre are well, you? Well, any anything but country um it can do maybe not from the 90s okay so uh, 70s 80s 60s hey man i got it yeah, you 70s, just maybe. 70s okay sure. uh how about 1978 that was a good year you like that yeah that was, that was the junior in high school okay was that sure so you want to want to do a little older 79 or 80 no, let's stick with that. Okay, so we're just gonna do it. We're gonna do it nice and easy. We're gonna do the uh, the quickie, where uh, I'll play a few few notes and you just jump in when you think you know the song. Okay. All right, here we go. That, that sounds like fun. Here we go. I paid my dues. Well, that's obviously Queen. <laughs> okay, which one? Um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Nope, 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 nope. What? Here we go. You mean the album or the song? The song. What song? Bohemian Rhapsody. No. Time after time. I've done my sentence but committed no crime. But committed no crime. And bad mistakes. Here it comes. 
Okay. All right. Well, you know. Wow. I, <laughs> all right. You ready for number two? Here we go. I don't know. I'm kind of embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> These are all top ten songs in 1978. Sound familiar, though? Stranger dressed in black. She's a hungry. It does sound familiar, but nothing that I can play. Okay. Hot Child in the City. Hot Child. Okay. Okay. All right. Maybe I, I think you'll know this one. Here we go. It's a... It's a what? It's a heartbreak. Nope. Heartache. Heartache. Yeah. <laughs> You're close. Almost got it. Almost got it. Here we go. If you change your mind, take a chance. On the Abba. And what's the song? Abba. Um, take a chance on me. There you go. Bingo. You got one. Bingo. I, that just kind of came out. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Remember the remember the commercial about the mop? They use this this song in the the commercial about the mop. What was the mom doing? No, the mop. Oh, it was mop. about the it was about the mop, and they uh, um, they use a Swiffer instead or something like that, and the the mop oh. was. <laughs> it's, uh. No, I'm not good with names of bands. Anyway, baby, come back. This is something that we're doing right now. Talking on the phone? No, no, what? What we were doing before, I should say. Well, not that part, but anyway, what's that? Is that Paul Simon? No, no. It was reminiscing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Something we were doing, but we weren't dreaming about the night. But anyway, yeah, okay, here (laughs) here we go. This one's pretty simple. Okay, I'm going to give you the guy. The guy's name is Eric Clapton. Here we go. Okay. Lay down Sally. Yep. Song by Yvonne Elliman, who played Mary Madeline in Jesus Christ Superstar, and then she had this as a disco song on Saturday Night Fever. I know the song, I just can't think of yeah, the name I know, of it. I know, it's hard sometimes. You get It's like you hear it a million times. And, Especially nowadays, I mean, on radio, nobody tells you what the name of the song is because they don't have jocks. But anyway, that's uh, if I <laughs> if I can't have you by Yvonne Elliman. Okay. I don't want nobody, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was a hit. That was a hit song for her. I mean, here she was in Jesus Christ Superstar, and and uh, 
uh, I don't know how to love him. And then, and then, and, uh, this was put out on the Saturday night fever soundtrack. So, Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, okay. This one, you gotta know it's exile. No, nothing. I I can sing the song pretty much, but I can't think of the name of it. Kiss you all over. Oh yeah. 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 See, that was one I used to like to sing to every woman on it anyway. This was a top ten song. <laughs> That's top ten. Yeah, that was a, I go crazy. Yeah, that was that was that was it. Billboard's top ten. Man, okay. okay. Well, you know, maybe maybe we should have tried some later year. <laughs> um, but let me see here. How about uh, let's let's do eighty. Let's just do a couple from eighty two and see how we do. What do you think? Okay. All right. What do you think? Lynn Lorenzen? Nope. No. Harden my heart. Okay, another one. Here's Toto. Africa. Rosanna. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, Alan Parsons. That was Eye of the Sky. Gloria. There you go, Gloria. See, we we needed to be in the right year is what it was. That was it. Yeah. Okay, uh, the guys from uh, um, Down Under. Who can it be now? There you go. All right. Uh, we're going to take a journey now. <laughs> Mine beside you. Got the first words right. Yep. What would you open? What would you open? Yeah. <laughs> open your heart. No. Open arms. Open arms. Open arms. That was okay. journey. Open arms. Okay. Uh, this one. Uh, he was a. Um, he was in a. He was. He was just a movie star, I guess. But he was more in a uh, soap opera for a long time. And it's not. It's not Jesse's girl. 
Any anything? Don't talk to strangers, man. Don't talk to strangers. You can't talk to strangers. You know that. Don't talk. Don't talk to strangers. Yeah. All right. Here's one. I never liked this one, but anyway, this is uh, from (laughs) 1982. Uh, Hall & I like Hall & Just not a big fan of this one. Yep, man eater, you got it. Uh, this was one done for I think Officer and Gentleman or something like that. It was the I think that was the one with uh, Joe Cocker and Jennifer Warrens. I think did the song. idea i know the song but i can't yeah. think of the name yeah I, th- I think it was opera center gentlemen i have to look it up but i you know oh. I'm, i think that's what it was but it was a up up where we belong and you know joe Cocker. Love lifts us up. yep yep love lifts oh, wow. us up where we belong yep that was it okay this one's a, this is a simple one jay giles tune uh when jay giles went top 40 here we go Centerfold. Yep, we got it. Centerfold. All right, so you did much better in 1982. You, we got to stick with the 80s when we do this again next time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 70s may be just a little too far away. But yeah. Okay. Does she walk? Does she talk? Does she come complete? My home room, home room angel always pulled me from my seat. She was pure like snowflakes. No one could ever stain.
Now back to Talk and Tunes. Welcome back to Talk and Tunes. I'm Oscar Osborne. We're talking with Bill Stoddard and uh, otherwise known as Dollar Bill. There was a farm who had a dog and Bingo was his name. O-B-I-N-G-O, B-I-N-G-O, B-I-N-G-O, and Bingo was his name. Yeah, my sister still does DJing every once in a while. Yeah, how's she doing, DJ? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Her, her, and, uh, her and I go back to the Rock 95 days, yeah. <laughs> she actually brought me a pack of cigarettes one time when I was uh, stuck out there at the uh, the hole in the wall in Rock 95 because it was just a studio that was way back in the woods and nobody, half the people didn't even know how to get there. Half the time I'd miss the road to go, <laughs> go to work. So. But uh, yeah, yeah, DJ. Yeah, it goes back a while. Um, so is she still, she's still doing it then, even with this whole COVID yeah. thing going well, on? she does like weddings and things um receptions obviously and um i think she's helping out with some of the drag shows and in oh. ladies lingerie shows okay all right all right but obviously a lot of that's been cut down since you know covid hit right right yeah because we um, could we just kind of packed it in when the whole covid thing because we had a bunch of things lined up you know because you know i yep. just do like all these things these days but yeah, I had a, we had some things lined up, but we just kind of said, no, sorry. <laughs> Can't do them this year. Christmas parties, all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I just mm-hmm. kind of said, no, it's just, it's too risky. It was too, it's too risky with too many people. I don't, you know, if it wouldn't be so bad if I would, if I didn't have, you know, the diabetes and all that stuff. And, you know, if I was a little healthier and a little younger, <laughs> it wouldn't be such a bad, bad thing. But, yeah. I know she did um, like car shows when I think it was in Fruitport, one of the old old car shows. She was running music for that. Okay, all right. Um, well, that's good. That's good. Just blanked out on. What did, what did, what does she does she just call herself just call herself anything or is there got a name? DJ or? Music Makers. Okay, DJ Music Makers. Okay, I'll have to yep. remember that. Yep, yep. You remember? Um, Oh, Chuck Fisher? No, no, I don't. He was another DJ friend of ours, traveling. Oh, okay. Kind of like DJs on the run. Yeah. According to Paul Phillips, nobody's like DJs on the run. But, uh, no. you know. <laughs> I tell you what, I uh, I don't think I could carry the speakers that uh, we used to carry with DJs on the run anymore. <laughs> Those big... 50- <laughs> Four big 15-inch woofers, and oh man, yeah. forget about it. And he built everything with you know, a uh, inch wood and plywood, and it's like, good lord, what the heck was this, man? This thing was like, like moving a tank around. But anyway, and then we have to go up and down stairs with it. It's like, oh man. I was talking the other day about it when we first, when I first started working for him back in '83 or something like that. We were using tapes and trying to find songs yeah. on tapes, man. That was not fun. Wow. <laughs> that was not fun. Uh, anyway. <clears throat> yeah, but, you know, we were, we were talking about, you know, we were talking about a that. More convenient for, a little bit more convenient for transportation, transporting music. Yeah. But I don't know. Using it. I don't know. I got everything on my computer, so... <laughs> I don't see how much how much more easier it could be than that. But yeah, we switched. I had I got him to switch over to to mini disc, and I I always thought mini discs were great because they sounded great. You could record over them. Um, they didn't skip like CDs did, but uh, but that just didn't catch on. So oh well. Hmm. Um, 
You're talking about uh, doing that one parade, you said, with two different cameras. I have, I'm sitting there looking at, right in front of me, it says, um, all parades and high school events, Whitehall Fruit Port. And there's wow. a, over 100 of them on DVD right, sitting right in front of me. So, I mean, I don't know what to do with them. I don't want them. <laughs> <laughs> Who do I, do I, does any, is, you know, would a library want, a Fruit Port library want all these, you know, videos of their... their- their city commissioner, um, their history, their library or something. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about, just seeing if I can donate them to them because, I mean, I got no reason to sit here and watch, you know, 100 fruit port parades. <laughs> I already did once, you know. <laughs> and I, well, actually more than once because when you edit them and put them all together, it, you're watching them quite a few times. So, yeah, the, the Whitehall ones, I, what I should do is go through them all and just separate them and then just give them to the different libraries if they want them. They can toss them, I guess, if they want. <laughs> I don't care. But all that work, you know, you do all that work on them, and it's like, eh, well, what do we do with them now? But Yeah. Oh, it's well. Too bad you couldn't find somebody who would know who is in them and then see if they wanted to buy them. Right. Well, I wouldn't even sell them. I just, I'd just give them to them. I have no, like I say, I have no yeah. use for them, so. They served their purpose, and you know I got paid for them when I, you know, when I videotaped them. Bud paid me for for each parade that I did, so I just have them here. So I just like Bud. I mean, when he when he left there and he had to get rid of all that, uh, all those archives and all that stuff that he had in the basement. I mean, I, we helped him get rid of all that stuff, and it was like, what do you do with it? You know, <laughs> especially like the big three quarter, big three quarters. You know, we had all those three quarter oh. videos and. And and he had brought right. all those maxi uh, videos, the recorder inch videos, and and oh man, just so much stuff. And then all those news clippings that he had, you know, from videotaping news stories and stuff. And ay ay, what a mess! What a bunch of stuff! Because he had to get him out of there because that was a fire hazard. So. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> But yeah, so anyway, um, I appreciate talking to you, and uh, yeah, con- congratulations on uh, uh, doing better in 1980 than 1970. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll do some we'll we'll do some some classic uh, K-Tells or something next time maybe.
T-A-L L because we like you K-T-U You are special N-E-S is for see you next week
Now back to Talk and Tunes. Welcome back to Talk and Tunes. I'm Oscar Osborne. We're talking with Bill Stoddard and uh, otherwise known as Dollar Bill. There was a farm who had a dog and bingo was his name. O-B-I-N-G-O, B-I-N-G-O, B-I-N-G-O, and bingo was his name. What are you doing these days? Well, I actually made a career out of working with the special needs people. I had... Um, a position with Ms. Keegan Public Schools as either a health care aide or a classroom aide for 15 years. If it was a health care aide, I worked primarily with a student. If it was a classroom aide, I worked with all the students in a classroom. Okay. Um, the autistic room. Uh, now, see, I knew that, too, because... The learning disabled... Uh, cerebral palsy... Um, one young man had a very, very rare disease. Um, I had a traumatic brain injury student I worked with for a while. And okay. at the same time I did that during the school year, I was working for Pioneer Resources in the summer at their day camp program. And then that evolved into working with their campground throughout the summer. If another group would lease the grounds to hold their camp, I would be the staff to help that. And then they created a leisure and recreation club for adults and I was working year-round part-time for the LARC and I also at the same time was working with, with MOCA as a family support um, go to a family's house and sit with their child until the family got home at the end of the day or whatever Wow! and then that evolved into a live-in group home position so I got rid of the school and I got rid of Pioneer Resources and I primarily live in a group home from Friday morning through Monday afternoon as one shift. Wow. And there's three guys that live together. It's in Whitehall and uh, they're fairly self-sufficient where they can feed themselves and address themselves and, you know, entertain themselves a little bit. Um, but basically I do what I would be doing at home. I cook, I clean, I do laundry and supervise their bathing. Um, take them out in the community as much as possible, but, of course, a lot of that got shut down. Now. Yeah, I yeah. would take them for weekends at a time. We would go away to music festivals and things like that or um, just to sporting events or a movie. One of them doesn't really care to see movies, um, but the thing that they all three agree on is music, so all the party in the park, every time they had one of those, we was there. Or Not so much the... Irish festivals, but um, the Christian music festivals, we hit a lot of those. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's too, and, bad, I it's, mean, it's too bad Heritage Lane doesn't still do the uh, summer celebration. I bet you they love that. So. Right, right. That would have been good. Yeah. Yeah, I miss that. I tell you, I miss that a lot. You know, um, you and I, I forgot about that because you and I did something. Well, actually, you did. I just kind of, you just asked me to come over and, and videotape. It was a, a play that they did or something that yeah, the kids did. Yeah. I, I forgot about that. That was a lot of fun, man. I was really impressed. I was very impressed with the with the kids. They did a, they did a, a amazing job. So, And mm -hmm. I actually met the young lady, I forget, I forget her name now, that uh, was part of it with you. Um, because you did the MC, I think, all, all for the for the play. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Helped him with the rehearsals and things like that. Yeah, yeah. And the 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 two two ladies that worked with you, I can't remember the the one. 
I can't remember their name, but anyway, one of them, I guess, was one of the ones that uh, worked out over here at the <laughs> at the gym that I work out at or used to work out oh. at before they closed down. And her and I talked for a little bit about that too. But it was just it was a it was a fantastic show. Do you guys do? I know you can't do it right now, but do you do you no, do those that anymore? One, that was the only one that that actually worked like that. But um, Muskegon Civic Theater got together with No More Sidelines. No more sidelines. That's what that's what it was. Yeah. There's a there's a group called um, uh, Penguin Project that started in another area, but they actually do large musicals okay. at Frontal. Yeah, because no more sidelines. I got involved with with another guy that I had met through videotaping, and uh, he didn't have the, quite the camera equipment, but he had but he didn't know how he did have the editing stuff, so he edited it. And uh, okay. actually, Andy O'Reilly did the the um, narration on it but i it was a new no more sidelines video we put together for them playing soccer over at yeah. uh i think it was mona shores or somewhere no no it was in fruitport it was in fruitport but uh yeah so i mean that's that's awesome i mean i i can't say enough about that that's great work you know helping people out that's for sure um with special needs because uh they're and and you know what's well like i say like that that one play that they put on um, which was like a bunch of different little plays, but it was just, it was phenomenal. It was very entertaining and they did an awesome job and it was just fun to watch. You know, it was fun to watch. They did a great job. So I like yeah. your editing. I like how you took the little interviews and interspersed it with the actual act. That was so awesome. Yeah. Well, it was, like I say, it was, it was definitely a treat to do. I appreciated it. So it was fun to do. Um, and then, uh, like the No More Sidelines, too, the guy that did the editing for that. I, I wish I could remember his name. He was a nice guy, but, um, yeah, he did a nice job with that, too. And Andy did a nice job with the, the narration. So, yeah, it's 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 nice to see everybody come together and, and you know, put something together like that to, to something special in the community, I guess, is, you know, more than just another community activities it's it's actually helping special needs people to you know be part of the community i guess there's another there's another group that i helped with uh, for a while um muskegon waves and it's they compete at michigan victory games i like to compare it to like special olympics for physical disabled whereas special olympics pretty much is uh, mentally disabled the Michigan Victory Games is more for physically disabled, okay. and uh, locally, Muskegon Waves meets at Wesley School, and they practice their in individual events. It's not really much team sports, um, but they do like bocce ball. Um, they do have some racing and some throwing. They throw bean bags for distance and for height and for precision. They uh, throw a club, see how far they can throw a, a club. It's kind of like the shape of a bowling pin, but not quite as bulky. Yeah. They, uh, they actually do javelins. They do swimming. They do bicycling. Um, not not like basketball, but um, they do tennis. Um, and they meet at um, Michigan State University in May for their competition. And there's other teams that come together and it's three four day event really yeah bowling um yeah bowling's always have the dampen 
Saturday nights, which is always huge and big, <laughs> lots of fun. Oh, really? You have dan- the dances? Yeah. So this does now does DJ play the music or no? No, no, it's in Lansing. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I was just curious. Um, yeah. All right, so yeah, it was uh, that, that. You know, that's that's amazing. I'm I'm glad to, to hear that you're doing all that now. That's and like I say, I forgot. I totally forgot about the whole event that we did. Um, that you got me to do. Um, with the with the kids over there doing the. Uh, um, got to be about 15 years ago it's got to be yeah that's i'm trying that's why i'm i'm kind of stammering here because i'm trying to think of when when we did it. it's got to be a while ago yeah i don't even know i'm sure i have a a, a copy of the video around somewhere but i'm not sure where yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so good stuff yeah congratulations on that then yeah good stuff Thank you. yeah a well, much just, much better I, a much better feat than your 1970s work here <laughs> <laughs> I actually just received my own nonprofit um license. I'm going to create a way that individuals with special needs can create their own business and I'll help them oh, Okay. All right. That's a good idea. Yep. Yeah. I heard some dinging in the background. I thought I lost you. No, no, no. No, I'm here. No, so so you you would what help train or find the training for the person to do kind of yeah I've got ideas I mean everybody they only think that they can like cleaning oh yeah I know I know yeah or, or stock a shelf or something like that but um, I I know a lot in the field that are just sitting around the house with nothing to do you know. Um, it's not going to be where they'll punch a clock and get a paycheck. It'll be based on what work they can produce. And if it's their business, then a lot of the funds that they would get as payment would actually go to paying for the equipment. So the, the, it'll be in my idea is to help them by providing the facility and the resources okay. to do it. Now, they could actually hire somebody out, like if they go out to – a location to do a job they would have to hire somebody to drive them there you know yeah and that would be part of the funding and things like that but isn't um, isn't uh would that be uh would that work kind of with the vocational rehabilitation center at all or do they is that still a sort of a, yeah okay. well mine mine is i want to say when you go through those things they have all these programs that you gotta go through um, governmental tells yeah. you what to do, how to do, when to do, where to go. But I want them to be able to create their own, you know. Okay. Um, by getting the funding um, through yeah. other avenues instead of through the government. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because like a lady that I know who started the housing for special needs people. It's called Gracious Grounds. She was telling me that. Um, if they wanted to put a garden in their backyard, they had to go through so much red tape if there was a funded housing project. Right. But because she got a different kind of housing project, if they wanted to grow a garden in their yard and then can the food themselves, they don't have to go through all the red tape. You right. know? Right. So not government funding, but yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, well, that that makes sense though, because you know, uh, special needs people have enough trouble, uh, you know, on their own, let alone all the extra government uh, saying, "Oh, you can do this and you can't do that," kind of thing. That I guess that would make you <laughs> make you go just as you know go crazy on that stuff because you know you're always Wait. you know trying to do your best, and then they're telling you you can't. So yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. So, well, good luck in your project, man. I pre- I appreciate it. Yeah. So, hey, it's been good talking to you today, Bill. I didn't I didn't realize uh, you know, you were doing all that stuff and uh, I I appreciate you uh taking your time to tell me cuz uh Yeah, that's yeah. good stuff. Good stuff. Now, Stotter, Name is Stotter? Stotter. What to say it again? Sounds like daughter. Oh, so Stotter, Stotter. Is that better? Okay, it's got to it's got to be the accent. I don't know what it is about me. I I <laughs> I kind of I kind of blurt things or something. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I mean, you think as many years as I've known you, I wouldn't know how to pronounce your last name. But anyway, but well, I, ne- I never I never I never say last names anymore. You know, I'm never a last name guy. Anyway, daughter like without the gh, but it sounds like daughter. One time I was working where they would announce over the intercom, "Hey, so and so, you got a phone call." You know. So my name would come across, and I was a newbie there, and they'd say, Bill Stoddard, you have a phone call? And people would look at each other as, who's Bill's daughter, and why is she getting phone calls here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But All right, Bill. Thank you, sir. I appreciate right. it. And uh, Thanks we'll, for reaching out. I've had fun. Hey, no problem. Thanks for, uh, thanks for taking the offer. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. We'll take t- tell, you, tell your sister I said hello. All right. I will do that. All right. Bye-bye. T-A-L. L because we like you. K-T-U. Because you are special. N-E-S is for see you next week. Got a job. That's okay. But they got Yeah.